Hello everyone, thank you for tuning in. I'm Lucy and you're listening to Space to Learn podcast. I'm a second year university student and I usually talk about all different things on the topics of confidence and mental health, mindfulness and just how to create that space to learn about yourself and to learn who you are and what you love doing. Looking inwards for inspiration rather than outwards. And as you will know, if you have listened to the podcast before, I absolutely love journaling for doing this. So often I have journal prompts in my episodes that you can just use to to kind of get to know yourself a bit better, which is ultimately such a rewarding and fulfilling thing. Recently, I've been doing a lot of journaling on my thoughts and experiences and views on the really tough but important topic that is sexual harassment and violence against women and girls. It's obviously been in the news a lot recently since the death of Sarah Everard, who was a 33-year-old woman who was kidnapped and murdered on the 3rd of March 2021 by a police officer. And following that, a statistic has emerged from a survey conducted by UN Women, which says that 97% of women aged 18 to 24 in the UK faced sexual harassment which is just so like it's so awful it really hits home that 97% statistic which to be honest is probably more like 100. I I can't imagine that any women feels completely safe in public spaces and on the streets um, even if they haven't directly experienced that and adding to that it The survey also showed that 80% of women of all ages have been subjected to harassment in public spaces, which is, if that isn't hitting home to you, then I I don't know what will, like, it's absolutely awful. And the final statistic from that survey was that 45% of women felt reporting harassment to authorities wouldn't change anything. And so that's been my, that's been swirling around in my head a lot over the last few weeks and I think it's really important to talk about it just to make sure that we're not accepting this as a part of our society that is normal and it's not one that's good and it's not something that we need to carry forward into the next generations like this needs to change Um, and also just in case anyone has experienced sexual harassment or anything of that nature in in this kind of category rape etc just so that you feel less alone and know that other women have experienced this as well as horrible as that is like it's not any better that other people have experienced it too but just to know that you're not alone and potentially if it's something you haven't reported or something that is you've kind of normalized and have seen as maybe your fault or you feel guilty for it then it's really not it's not your fault at all you didn't you didn't do anything wrong to have that happen to you and yeah just sending lots of love because I think everyone's feeling quite vulnerable lately and if if it's been on your mind as well then hopefully this will help to know that other people are concerned about this topic too and also if you are a man listening to this episode then thank you very much for listening because it means a lot and I think that is such a good step in the right direction because it's been also really hard to see the the it's not all men kind of trend going around um which i'm going to talk about later but yeah it's definitely something that men need to work on to make safer spaces for women for everyone but um women are clearly 
feeling a lot less safe than men in just their day-to-day lives um so yeah i want to talk about all of that and a lot more i've got some experiences that i'm going to share and some uh feedback from you guys listening from the instagram which is at space to learn podcast so yeah a bit of everything really and then i'm going to talk about what we can do to try and reduce the problem which obviously is very important i hope this is a uh, informative and uh, just an episode that really hits home because it kind of needs to like it is such a a big problem and especially if you're a man then um like things need to change so yeah <laughs> gonna get into it now but thank you for tuning in it really means a lot and let's get going like i said in my previous episode at the start i am sending so much love to anyone who's been really triggered by the death of sarah everard in particular her family and friends and anyone who knew her but also just anyone who has who has experienced this in the past and who is it's all brought back all these memories of really difficult moments in their life um lots of love and make sure you're looking after yourself i think the news can get really heavy sometimes so even though i get the feeling of like feeling responsible to keep up with the news it's all right if you need to take a break like prioritize your mental health i guess is what i would always say but i think the reason this feels so close to home is just because you get that feeling and i'm sure other women listening to this will (laughs) get this feeling that it could have been you or it could have been your friend or it could have been a family member and that just feels so horrible and it it just really makes me emotional and so hard to to think about every time a friend walks home and you wait up in case something is something happens on the way home which is like five minutes away and you say like text me when you get home and are waiting up for that text like a little bit nervous um that is such a, a normal thing i think and just realizing in the last few weeks that this is this is really like disturbing that this is something that is so normal for so many girls and i really have normalized this and not really thought of it something that could change which has been the biggest like realization for me um it's just it's just realizing that this is a issue with our society and it's not okay the first time i thought that was when i was listening to um nana's episode on growing with the flow podcast 100 percent recommend you listen to her episode which was called um destroying the patriarchy her would be her like second most recent episode when this one goes up definitely give that a listen because she spoke about some really important topics as well um feminism and the patriarchy and sexual harassment and similar issues so yeah she kind of said that she's not going to stand for this being a part of our society and it just hit me like this is not okay and this is not what we should be feeling we shouldn't be scared to go for a walk and wonder what's going to happen we shouldn't be scared for our friends walking five minutes home and wondering like oh what if that's me what if that's my friend who's the next person to to be a victim of this um and another thing that really kind of just felt strange to me was um when i was watching a video or it might have been an instagram story i can't remember um by unjaded jade who is an amazing content creator i love her a lot um but she is currently studying for her degree in south korea 
and she was just saying that she genuinely feels safe on the streets and I was that just like (laughs) so foreign that's such a foreign feeling feeling genuinely completely safe in an environment where there are um, where there are like men and strangers that you don't know yeah realizing that this is such a big issue has been quite a (laughs) revelation in the last few weeks I was also really disturbed by the fact that this was a police officer who who murdered um, Sarah Everard because those are the people who are meant to be protecting us and if we can't even trust the police to look out for women then like something has seriously gone wrong and then seeing the vigil at Clapham Common and the the women who were protesting and just offering their support not even protesting like they were just having a vigil and being kind of force forcibly removed from a situation and like manhandled by the police that was very very difficult to watch for me made me quite emotional but yeah i just think the whole fact that this has been such a normal part of women's lives for literally years and years and years is shocking and that's kind of the most shocking thing about this whole situation it's not the fact that she was murdered although that is absolutely like horrible it's the fact that 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 so many women like would be aren't surprised by it i guess and would be scared that that could be them it's such like an ingrained part of our lives that you can't really detach it from anything i remember a couple of months ago i was talking in the kitchen with my housemates and i live with um three other girls and three boys and the difference in our opinions on just going out for a walk like when it was getting slightly dark was like ridiculous the boys would be completely fine with with going out on their own and in the dark and stuff and like for the for us it would just be be like what no i can't i can't do that that's definitely not safe another thing that's so normal is having like a little weapon carrying carrying that on you and making sure you've got your phone charged and stuff like that which obviously is just basic safety but the whole holding your keys between your knuckles or just like looking behind you and checking twice and making sure you're in like a well-lit area and obviously like yeah you've got to stay safe but i don't think that boys think about this half as much as as girls do which is just kind of just shows really that it is something that is only affecting half the population oh gosh it's it's just so hard to deal with but i just think it's so important to talk about so hopefully this is helpful and not just a massive ramble I'm going to share some experiences now from women who've experienced sexual harassment and the aim of this is really not to scare anyone at all or to make people feel less safe than they do already. It's it's purely just to make people feel less alone and to know that it is okay to stand up for this and to to and when something is wrong and badly wrong in this in these cases like you are perfectly entitled to stand up for yourself if you feel confident in doing that and it's not your fault i think that's the main thing like it is not your fault it's not the victim's fault by any stretch of the imagination you didn't ask for this so these next few experiences are not my own but these are people who have sent them in and they're going to remain anonymous obviously um so yeah i'm just gonna read them out now and it's in first person but like i said not not mine um 
It's weird, but I never really thought about the fact that we shouldn't feel unsafe when out alone until the reaction to Sarah Everard's death. I think I always just accepted that this was the way things were. It was the norm for women. <laughs> Aged 16 plus, I would always carry a rape alarm when walking home alone. Later, I'd have a pointed umbrella ready as a weapon. More recent years, when running alone early morning, I would carry my retractable car key as the metal part flipped out to use as a weapon. With friends now, we protect when home safely after dark. It's always been there as a concern for my whole adult life, but I stupidly just accepted it. Even a very elderly neighbour recently described to me how she had always had a plan to defend herself by poking an attacker in the eyes and then hitting upwards into his solar plexus. It's affected women of every age group forever. And that's the end of this message, but I think often we... I know I definitely think of it something that we'll probably not have to deal with in a few years, but this just like shows that women of every age, like at every stage in their life and for years and years, so for their whole lives, have had to to deal with this. And it's just been such a integral part of how they interact in public and how they go about the, their day. I have a few other more specific examples now. Um, spoke with my friend about it all yesterday on a walk she said that years ago a man opposite her on a train kept rubbing his knees against hers under the table she loudly asked him to stop and he shrank back looking sheepish another situation is um, a woman was at work dinner and the man next to her kept putting his hand on her thigh under the table and she took hold of the hand lifted it up in the air and said loudly does anyone know who this hand belongs to i seem to have found it on my thigh and he quickly moved away um which it's just the, the thing that stands out to me in in these two examples is that the situation was resolved obviously not resolved but the situation fizzled out when the woman had the confidence to stand up and like be public and just to address it in the moment which I don't know that that many people would have the confidence to do so it definitely takes takes guts to do that and to know that you're not in the wrong in that moment and to just like have the confidence to say something and not just kind of be completely scared and petrified and just like freeze by it uh, which to be honest I don't know how I'd react in in that situation I think I'd just be quite <laughs> quite scared and intimidated by it and would feel like I've like misunderstood or misread something or done something wrong apologies if you can hear my housemate hoovering upstairs by the way I think I might just stop for a minute because it's quite loud okay I think he stopped now um, but yeah I it just takes a lot of guts to stand up in a situation like that when you're made to feel unsafe and like that's, that's a lot of confidence required to do that in in those sorts of in those sorts of situations and thank you for those women being like happy for me to share that on here. Um, I've got countless examples of when men have like catcalled from a car or just like given you like a shifty look from across the street. And I'm sure literally all of my women friends have experienced like people like shouting at them from a car and like in clubs as well. It's not the most fun with people like crowding you and stuff obviously that's not happened in a while but um yeah that's just a whole host of issues and literally until now I didn't even realize that half of these things counted as sexual harassment 
like it's it's bizarre to me that that wasn't really like part of education or maybe it was but like not I don't know it just seems like it's such a normal thing that it wasn't an offense if you know what I mean um and like there was this one time which I literally only remembered in the last week that happened I kind of just pushed it aside and tried to just forget about it because I was quite embarrassed and kind of thought that I'd like done something wrong um so I just tried to forget about it which anyway I'll I'll explain what happened basically I was on holiday and we were staying in this like resort place um like a hotel basically with several different blocks um and I'd just been like reading my book by I don't even know where I was just kind of like it was like looking over the sea it was absolutely gorgeous um but yeah I was just reading my book and then I was on my own and my family had like gone up to shower before dinner and I was just finishing it and I finished my book and it was a great book and I was like loving life it was really beautiful day um and then I was just like walking back to our room and this guy started following me and I was kind of a bit shifty I looked back to see if he actually was following me and was pretty sure that he was so I kind of started like walking a bit quicker I was probably about like five minutes from from the room um and so then I went inside the building and was like walking down the corridor and realized he had followed me into the building and was still following me I then got in the lift and then he got in the lift with me and was like asking how I was and that was just kind of very uncomfortable because I was only in like I mean I had like shorts and a t-shirt on but I don't know it was just a very strange situation um and then he got in the lift and was like how are you um, do you want to have dinner tonight and I'm like who are you and what are you doing um and so I kind of just was like no I'm I'm with my family like no and I was like 17 at the time and this guy was probably late 20s or 30s so it's just so strange and it just like when I remembered it it kind of made my heart like go fast without even thinking about it and I really felt like I'd done something wrong at the time like I was like oh no I shouldn't have I should have gone somewhere else I shouldn't have let him in like should have got out a different floor should have done something else and I just felt quite embarrassed about it which I imagine a lot of people have had similar experiences and just haven't really thought about it again because I don't know maybe that's just me but anyway um she thought I would share that in case um anyone else has like yeah experienced similar but that feeling of embarrassment and guilt that's like perpetuated by a society where mums warn their daughters about their safety rather than their sons being educated on how to treat and respect women like that's quite a toxic society in my opinion I think it is so important for us to address that and to kind of reduce some of the shame around sexual harassment because it does happen to so many of us um I don't even know if what happened to me was or not like that's the thing and there's so many different types there's like verbal or physical assault uh, in public in private abuse within relationships feeling the need to kind of wear more clothes clothing around men because you're like afraid of what might happen made to feel sexualized in certain situations online that like there's definitely several types of online harassment sexual assault like it's it's so many different types that you don't really appreciate that exist I think and maybe that's just me but I imagine like I've done some research and stuff and I'm still kind of not really sure 
there's another statistic that um, one of my friends put on Instagram, which is that only 8% of rape education and prevention programs are designed specifically for boys and men, yet 98% of perpetrators of for um, female rape survivors are men, and of male rape survivors, it's 93% of perpetrators were men. So in either situation, overwhelming majority is men committing rape crimes. And so we're kind of, it just shows that we're placing our efforts on educating the wrong sex. Like we need to be teaching boys not to rape, which it's just like basics. I don't really understand, but um, instead of teaching everyone else how not to get raped, because like from my experience, that is definitely what I've been taught. It's all like, you have to wear certain clothes and if you are like asking for it then that is like bad and you kind of can't really be too like too uh, overly sexual or you can't oh just there's so many things and it's just like appalling there's a chapter in the book women don't owe you pretty by florence given 100 percent recommend this book like it's like a bible of feminism it's so good um and chapter 13 is called what did she expect going out like that i'm gonna read a few little passages from it because it just is quite um like topical on this on this subject and she explains it a lot better than i am probably definitely like follow her on instagram if you if you want to like educate yourself more because she posts things all the time about feminism and self-expression and uh, sexual harassment etc hang on let me just find the book that i wanted to read um so yeah there's a bit about how when people interrogate rape rape victims it's almost like a checklist of did you definitely say no did you push them off did you not lead them on and if you didn't take all the preventative measures measures then they believe it's your fault but she definitely like emphasizes the fact that it is not your fault like it is physically impossible to ask for rape or sexual harassment you can't ask for that to happen to you it's not your fault and so the fact that these things are so normalized in our society it kind of becomes accepted that these things are going to happen and so it becomes something that women need to change and that they need to act appropriately rather than the the actual people committing these crimes um changing their changing their actions and so she emphasizes the fact that we need to stop interrogating rape victims if someone talks to you about their experience of rape or sexual assault never ask them why they didn't report it never ask them why they didn't fight it treat people as experts on their own experiences and believe them i think that's so true and on a little side note when the whole Meghan markle interview thing happened a couple of weeks ago the the thing that i found the most shocking is that people aren't believing her and i get not being naive and just trusting anyone but the fact that she's opened up about her experiences of racism and suicidal thoughts and poor mental health and like feeling like she can't escape she's opened up about that and people aren't believing her and people are shutting her down and telling her she's a liar which especially like given the whole pandemic and the fact that i imagine a lot of people are experiencing poor mental health at the moment potentially suicidal thoughts and for someone as high profile as Meghan Markle to come out and say that and for people not to believe her like that is sending such a 
like dangerous message to to young girls and young boys and like people of any age really um so anyway that was a little side side note but she has a little list of things to avoid saying to a victim of sexual assault i guess this applies to sexual harassment as well did you definitely say no what were you wearing did you try to fight them off why haven't you reported it be careful about reporting it you could ruin their career and she talks about her experience of that these things are all so common um and i hate the fact that that is the case but it is um so she emphasizes the fact that it's important to believe people who've had the courage to speak up about these experiences um, because there's a lot of shame surrounding them and a lot of guilt and embarrassment and people are made to feel like they've been in the wrong when they really haven't and so here's a list of affirming things to say to a victim of sexual assault according to florence given thank you for trusting me with your story i believe you that one's the most important for me how can i support you you didn't deserve this and however you handle this situation i support your decision and i think in this society where we're so quick to to blame the the victim saying like oh i've heard people say like oh why why was sarah everard like out why should she why like that was her fault for being out at night like it's dangerous it's like no she was like w- literally just walking home doing nothing bad she she took all the precautions she had a high-vis jacket on and had like told her boyfriend she was going home and stuff and had done everything right and yet she was still murdered um so it just goes to show that no matter what you do like anything can can happen which is the the scary part of it i guess and just touching a bit more on the like what were you wearing kind of theme it just really like really aggravates me because it is you can wear literally whatever you want and people will treat you the exact same like I'll be off to the shops just walking in like leggings or trackies even or jeans or whatever it is and like it makes no difference you know like obviously it's not every time I go to the shops and stuff but like it 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 happens so often and there's no trend in what you wear or whether you make eye contact whether you don't like it's not your fault and doing things obviously stay safe and like take precautions i'm not saying don't do that but the whole emphasis on what girls are wearing is really not the point and my friend made the point the other day like this has happened for centuries and centuries women haven't worn these clothes forever yet it's still been a huge problem anyway moving on um i want to address the not all men um argument that's been going around because this really like boils my blood and um i like fundamentally disagree with it because like first of all we know that it's not all men obviously it's not all men who are rapists and like harassers obviously it's not all men but all men are responsible for creating a safer society and a space where women don't feel intimidated and scared around men because all women or 97 percent of women who've been like sexually harassed that that's all women feeling intimidated and scared around men but it's not all men feeling scared to like go for a walk you know um so just as with the black lives matter movement every person of color has been affected by racism 
as shocking as that is which means that all white people need to do better and educate themselves on how they can be actively anti-racist like it's exactly the same issue we're not saying that all white people are racists we're saying that white people need to educate themselves on how they are perpetuating a society which is like got racism ingrained in it similarly we live in a patriarchal society so men need to be doing the work to educate themselves and to be treating women in a way that is respectful and when when friends are making jokes about rape or um just anything like oh she asked for it or anything like that like people need to be shutting that down and not making it something that is normalized because then like i was saying it gets accepted i think the whole not all men thing is just if you are a man saying that then you are part of the problem and that is kind of that is just the truth <laughs> like as, as that's how i see it we know it's not all men but if you are a man saying it's not all men in this situation when you're being asked for support and to try and create a safer society then like we're not accusing you of doing these things we're just trying to ask you are you doing enough like are you actively calling out your friends for disrespectful language and sexualizing women and are you doing the little things that actually make quite a big difference to women and are you listening to people and not shutting them down when they talk about their experiences and believing victims so yeah (laughs) got pretty into that because it just like really winds me up um when people give that as a counter argument because it's just completely missing the point i want to say as well like little things do make a huge difference like i just said so earlier on i went for a walk just like around the block just along the canal and stuff and at one point i was going along like a little alleyway um and there was a man walking towards me and he just kind of like with like plenty of warning he went to the other side of the um little alleyway and was like smiled at me in a non-threatening way just like a polite friendly way um just smiled and just then kind of i don't know just put his head down and it just made me feel reassured because i knew he wasn't like gonna do anything shifty it's just i I don't know how to explain it um but just being like friendly rather than uh, just sexualizing women and stuff the little things like that when you're going about your day makes a big difference equally having conversations about it i think can really help um and especially if you have like sisters or friends who are who are female or anything like that listening to podcasts and reading books and like sharing things on instagram just letting women know that you're an ally rather than just (laughs) another one of those those men other ways that we can try and resolve the issue is like i said educating boys in school um, focusing our efforts on educating the right group of people rather than just like generalizing the education um activism if you have attended any vigils or protests or anything like that recently then like kudos to you thank you for doing that having conversations about it especially with if you're a woman having conversations with the men in your life about how they see the situation really helpful i think stricter punishments is also something that could be implemented although i'm a bit skeptical if that would work better better laws to protect women and a lot more support for victims of sexual harassment assault rape etc and also clear procedures in place for d 
dealing with people who have been harassed like if you've experienced that then you've kind of got to feel confident reporting that and knowing that it might change like I mentioned at the start 45% of women in that survey survey by UN women felt reporting their claim to the authorities wouldn't change anything which is shocking like that is something that really needs to change and I can't say I blame them because I firstly wouldn't know where to go secondly the fact that like a police officer murdered Sarah Everard like that's just really made me distrust the the, whether I feel safe with the police um I asked on Instagram do you feel confident that a report would be taken seriously um 60 percent of the people I asked said no which I'm I'm not surprised about to be honest I I think I would be in the no camp as well I don't think I would feel firstly I don't know if I'd feel confident like reporting it and talking about it openly um depends what it is I guess like depending on the severity if it was more serious then I probably would but something minor like I don't think that would really be listened to I don't think anything would change because say it was street harassment it's unlikely they would be able to track down the man and it's not going to stop people doing that in the future so that's just my perspective on it which needs to change because obviously if the punishments and the law isn't actually protecting women then that's not really doing anything helpful that is just about everything that I wanted to talk about I think um thank you very much to anyone who who answered my polls on Instagram and for people feeling willing to share their experiences and try and help other women feel less alone like that is much appreciated um anyway sending lots of love to anyone who's feeling quite vulnerable and who's been consuming a lot of this on the news lately thank you for listening and tuning in to the whole thing because it's not easy to to talk about but if you if you think this could help um educate people or it, it just help in any way then i would massively appreciate it if you shared it with your friends shared it on social media it would it would really help i think and it's something that we can something small that we can do to try and resolve the situation um but yeah stay safe and sending lots of love i'm gonna do my little weekly favorites now i've been absolutely loving the reset challenge by unjaded jade essentially it's like a little micro meditation and a journaling prompt every day and she's created this platform um just had to sign up and then yeah it's been it's been really good and i've been talking to some other people who've been doing it as well which has been great and it's lovely just to share ideas and share perspectives on things i've been really enjoying that and i've also been doing like a bit more meditation in general now which is it's good i've enjoyed that and it definitely helps me to to reset and focus my mind a lot so i'd recommend if you haven't tried that i also loved the book the midnight library by matt haig i finished it now i mentioned it last week but um yeah i finished it now and it was so good so many like beautiful quotes in it i think matt haig is an amazing writer especially on like mental health and like he's really been through it his book his book reasons to stay alive is so moving and inspiring if you've like ever struggled with mental health then would definitely recommend listening to uh, listening reading that book really good but yeah reasons to stay alive is non-fiction but the midnight library is a fiction book and i just absolutely loved it i was just really craving reading some fiction and something a bit lighter 
just to like read before I went to bed so I got it on my kindle and was really really good read I would definitely recommend had a really uplifting and inspiring ending so yeah definitely recommend that book I also made a flapjack in the week which was delicious I've given up chocolate for Lent so wanted something sweet and flapjack was a great option haven't had it in ages um enjoyed that a lot (laughs) just thought I'd share and finally I have a very very exciting new cover art who which was designed by um, someone that I found on Instagram an artist on Instagram called uh, Maria Teresa her name is mate underscore digital art she does some absolutely beautiful pieces and she's designed one for me which is so exciting so for season five I've got a beautiful new cover art which is so exciting I absolutely love it and I think it's great um that's just about everything that i have for this week again thank you very much for listening to the episode and i'll be back again next week with another episode of space to learn have a lovely rest of your day and see you soon bye